So, I know what you're thinking. How did the Supple Boys go from a cool, artsy podcast focusing on the boys' journey into the comic industry and the artists that they love and admire, to yet another movie podcast talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie from February? You know what? Let's back up to the beginning. Hey, Griffin, you want to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog? No, not really. <laughs> so, here we are again. Now you're all caught up. Want to know how it ends? Yeah, me too. Hey everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of the Supple Boys Podcast. I'm so glad to have you all back, if indeed you all did come back. Mm -hmm. uh, I am one of two Supple Boys. Uh, I'm Ethan. Uh, hello everybody, I'm the other Supple Boy. Some would maybe say the suppler of the two, a Griffin. Intensely debatable. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a lot to question about what you just said. Uh, but we're yeah we're we're two boys we're two podcast podcast producing boys who dream of one day not having to do that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and instead we hope to write comic books one day we're trying to break into the comic book industry hopefully I'd... you already know. I do love podcasting. Let that be known. I like, I doing like it. podcasting. If I if I didn't if I didn't I wouldn't have been be going on like seven eight years of doing it now. Uh, yes, I like doing but it. It's I would a fun hobby. To, it's my hobby for sure. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to later down the line do one podcast that I hire <laughs> someone to edit. <laughs> to edit. Absolutely. Yes. Editing. Uh, oh fucking a! It's the worst. Yeah, and but the this show this show is not about editing. It's about us and the things that we love, the movies that we love. Mm -hmm. uh, and t this week we're going to talk about a movie that we both love. Uh, because Your cut of Spider-Man 3. That's right, Ethan. Well, Absolutely. obviously, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, no, we did have a watch party this week in the official release of my my ultimate cut of Spider-Man 3, uh, where hopefully I fixed the movie. It's supposed to be called the supple are... cut. It's supposed to be called the supple cut. I wanted to class it up just a little bit um, and uh, and make sure that I got the point across that I do believe it is the ultimate cut. Not that one from, from the fucking Hurt Locker editor's cut. Uh, what is it, it going to say on the box set now, Ethan? The ultimate cut by Ethan Supple Parker Smith. <laughs> uh, and, and featuring the supple cut by Griffin More Suppler, Sheridan. Anyway... Uh, it's yeah. We had an awesome watch party uh, for my cut of Spider-Man three. So many of the supple folks showed up, and it was incredible. And you guys awesome. are the best. And it was genuinely. Griffin texted me during it and was like, "This is one of the coolest things we've ever done." And I was Hell like, yeah. "I know," because <laughs> it Absolutely. really was. And uh, uh, hopefully, we can get one going for the ASM cut at some absolutely. point. And. Mm -hmm. Just for other movies, other Spidey films, probably because we yeah, because I just like hanging out with the supple folks oh, and so talking fun. about Spider Man. That's fun. Uh, maybe if you we guys... uh, if we have episodes here where we talk about movies that we like, maybe we'll also make sure that we have a uh, watch party for that 
either before or after the episode comes that's out. a good that idea could be, that, that could be really fun that's a good idea uh yeah for sure and you guys were very gracious you had so much nice stuff to say so thank you everybody uh and uh yeah it's been Wait, it's Ethan, been a cool week if i want to watch either of these cuts how can i do that yeah uh well so uh go to our twitters because we have we have various emails to email if you would like the download links to uh our cuts of these movies i believe you know what no we'll just we'll just streamline it into one from now on uh if yeah if you if you want the download links to our cuts of spider-man 3 or the amazing spider-man 1 and 2 make sure to shoot us an email at suppleboys at gmail is it suppleboys at gmail yes yeah suppleboys at gmail.com uh, and we'll get you that download link, man. So many people want that fucking download link. It's so That's cool. That's so dope. And you um, know what? I We love the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and we've loved them for a really long time. And I feel like I just needed to put that out there. <laughs> Web I feel like just life. in case just in case any YouTube video essays are coming any, out yeah. that are like, that are like, wow, you know, these movies are actually good. Then oh. like, oh, yeah. then like, <laughs> yeah, just, it's just worth pointing out that we've been on that train for a long time and we've been web stands for life and we'll always be web stands for life i'm wearing Um, a spider-man shirt as i frequently am i also am (laughs) oh fuck yeah Um, i'm wearing a a shirt with spider-man from civil war on it because i'm also i guess an mcu stan (laughs) i love tom holland in that role Mm -hmm. and i love those movies and spider-man far from home is fucking awesome absolutely it uh, is yeah uh speaking of spider-man we got a super cool spider-man announcement today actually yes uh, and i want to talk about it for just one second because we actually yes. haven't even chatted about it in point i know the, the big is... uh the big ps5 reveal happened today oh where, where they showcased the lineup of games i've got a whole fucking list of games off of there that i'm really excited about including uh i, th- I think second after spider-man is probably resident evil 8 i i am so fucking excited for that i i always love when a when a trailer is like you don't know exactly what it is like what you're watching and then at the end it like surprises you with the title in some way did you see the resident evil 8 trailer i didn't so it's really cool because resident evil 7 which is a fucking great game uh the the title of it uh is like resident evil 7 biohazard and part of like that title it makes the shape of like the vii for seven mm-hmm. um and the, the new one uh was like just this crazy trailer and i was like this is creepy and weird and cool what am i watching and then at the end the title flashes up that says village mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay and then the v uh, the, like and then the lines after it makes up eight and then it says resident evil underneath and i was like that's fucking cool that is <laughs> Yeah, lots of great PS5 games coming out. And at the top of that list is, of course, Spider-Man colon Miles Morales. Oh, oh my fuck. God. Oh, yes. my God, yes. <laughs> That's so cool. Of course, we were, cause of course, we're huge fans of Spider-Man PS4 from a couple years yes. ago. Um, mm-hmm. Which I want to say real, just really fast, I wanted to mention this on the podcast, but, uh, you know, sometimes you can't get in. Uh, but we were talking about Ryan playing Spider-Man on that Marvel video. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say, yeah, it was hilarious because I was playing that game and, of course, having a great time with it. And when I saw that video, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'd love to watch Ryan Stegman play Spider-Man because I love that game. And I love right. Ryan Stegman. And I remember right. watching that video just being like, coolest dude. Love this guy. Love this game. Yeah. And now we're making a podcast for him, and that's fucking oh, crazy. Now he's our buddy. <laughs> Very cool. Um, um, but Spider-Man Miles Morales... 
of course we were all like oh shit what's like what's the role that miles is gonna play because it yeah, was so right. dope when they just like went for it in the first one and gave him spider powers i was like oh they fuck, went yeah. for so much shit in that game i know that, that at each turn it's just like whoa you're doing this whoa you're doing this and exactly. miles was such a delightful thing yeah and obviously we were all wondering like oh shit is like the next one gonna be like uh, just a team up between the between the two of them a little spider-man situation um or or what and they were like nah whole game whole game give him yeah, miles right, this right. whole game and i'm like oh fuck yeah that yeah. is so good and it looks so good that suit looks so dope i'm excited um, for whatever the absence of peter is because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it seems like he's gonna be like stepped away for whatever reason yeah um and i'm excited for miles to potentially be dealing with some of the shit that was built up in the first one like the oh weird symbiote hairy that's thing that's kind of like what i'm warning is if they're gonna use this to explore those things that were right. left over because i'm still super interested in all of that right. stuff the symbiote and green goblin sort of threads they planted yeah. um super awesome um Ugh. those that post credit they are scene just was killing like, it like it's like oh that God. game dropped and i just fucking shit myself over it and then it's just been a while and it's yeah. just like easy to forget that like they created such a great spider-man universe within that yeah. game and I i'm was, so excited for everything that'll happen in it i was enthralled with that game for you know, oh yeah the several weeks that i was kind of yeah. playing it um on and off and uh i'm super excited to get back into it i i'm so happy that it's so it it feels so soon spider-man yeah. ps4 was 2017 and yeah. uh this is coming out right at the end of this year and i was not expect like i knew ps5 I knew. would have the next spider-man game of course but like at launch pretty much oh i know i know god damn know. and that miles I, suit looks really good the only way like i feel like the only way that this game is coming out now is is because insomniac um they must have just like they they had to have been developing this almost alongside spider-man i feel like because yes. the turnaround on this i feel like is crazy i did think th- i did think that i read that they they said that they just jumped right back into work after which the is, first one released which is so. awesome because i think it shows that they one like just had everything ready like they were so excited about it that they just had the shit ready to go yeah to start making that game and because yeah i think it shows that they've got some confidence and whatnot in the character miles and the story and that is so awesome and that opening shot of him doing is what seems like it's him doing the venom blast and his suit just peeling off is so fucking cool oh very very excited obviously Mm -hmm. and uh i'm sure we'll talk about it on this show once we've played it insomniac also uh had another big trailer which was the new wretch and clank game i'm a massive massive fan of those games uh i haven't been a huge fan of the last several unfortunately mm-hmm. and so but this trailer hyped me to like fucking high hell because i the, it like it was really showing off the tech because yeah. they keep just jumping through portals into fucking crazy dimensions and it just looks so big and fucking like fast-paced and fun and stuff so that's they're doing crazy shit. That's really exciting, and I'm and oh, I'm yeah. fucking so hyped to fucking pick up my PS5, dude. <laughs> oh man, day one. I barely had enough time. I got, I got home from work and uh, had just enough time to check out the reveal for the the council and then the Spider-Man trailer, and that was it. So I haven't seen anything else. I'm excited to take a look right. at it after this. But um, speaking of uh, video games, um. Uh, have you ever played Sonic the Hedgehog, Ethan? 
Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. So, so uh, I I want to talk about this. So I, when we were when we were talking about starting the Supple Boys show, mm-hmm. part of it was that I wanted to uh, do like episodes about new release movies, new release games, new release comics. Like we'll do an episode for when a big movie comes out, and we talk about it and have some fun. Uh, but movies aren't really coming out, and they haven't for a while. Um, and it's kind of, I know, and it's kind of crazy because where I work, you know, they have Blu-rays around of like the new release movies, and it's just mm-hmm. been the same few for like mm-hmm. many months, which is like Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, and uh, fucking Birds of Prey, and like you know, like and they're Rise just getting dusty, right? And they're just getting dusty, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so I'm like, look. I want to talk about. I want to deep dive into a movie on this show, a mm-hmm. good movie, uh, with a lot of content and a lot of th- where we both have a lot of things to say, um, and uh, and so I figured let's take a step backward in time to when movies were still being released, uh, <laughs> and let's talk about uh, a little film that I like to call Sonic the Hedgehog. Griffin had not seen it. Uh, I, I watched I, it uh, last I forced night. him to. S- yeah, and honestly, the you know I kind of. S- mentioned this for first as a joke uh and then i quickly became very serious about it because it, it became less and less about me wanting to talk about this movie and more about me wanting to make griffin watch this movie mm-hmm. uh and you know mission accomplished it happened yes uh, and so now we're here we're here to dive deep into it and and i just wanted to start it off by saying what i love about this movie is how much we both like this movie I really like I like our shared passion about this movie, um, and how how much we both enjoyed it and had fun with it. Uh, would you say that that's fair? Um, <laughs> feeling a little Ryan Stegman vibes in here. Brought in a <laughs> glass of wine for this episode. Oh shit! Because we're talking about this movie that um. I wanted. I just want to point out that I work um, pretty much 40, 40 hours a week. It's like a full-time job, and that's not including the podcasts and another little thing that I do. So I get very little free time. <laughs> I, I still haven't been able to sit down and read the books we're doing on Devil's Advocates Book Club this week. <laughs> and I told Ethan this, and he said... But watch Sonic the Hedgehog for two hours. The only two yeah. hours I had to myself yesterday, uh, they were they were spent watching this movie. And Ethan, you like what you like, like what you like. However, dislike what and you, you what and you, you did, and you liked what you liked. You liked you liked this. Why are you making me do this? Why are <laughs> you making me do this? Sh- no, I have- uh, okay, what, let me make this clear. My understanding is that you liked this a lot. What the fuck is this? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This sweet what? Riesling isn't enough to fucking bring me into this we're gonna we're gonna call this we're gonna rename this show movie boys because we're a couple of movie boys and we love a sonic the hedgehog movie don't we all right listen i would like a sonic (laughs) the hedgehog movie that was like dope sonic shit but this movie isn't (laughs) that this is sonic riding what are you talking about sonic's in it (laughs) (laughs) 
because I was tr- like I'd heard, I'd heard a lot of people say, "Oh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad." And you know what? Sure, fine. Maybe it isn't bad, but for me, he's in it. He's running around. He's fast. He's how blue. How about this? How about this? Uh, this movie would be so much fucking better, so much more memorable if they kept Ugly Sonic in this. Oh my god! All I could think about watching this movie was, oh, they should have kept Ugly Sonic, because then at least I'd be watching it and going, ugh. Oh god, the Sonic is so gross. But instead, I was sitting there watching it and feeling just nothing, just dead inside. And but she only... had a good time with it, though. I did. <laughs> I feel like I'm being gaslit. What's happening? Did I enjoy it? I did. I enjoy Sonic. Is yeah. this what happened to everybody that walked out of Sonic? Because I heard that was the impression things. I got when you texted me. Let me, folks, I'm going to pull up this text that I sent Ethan. (laughs) When he says, when you texted me, this is what he is referring to. Um, It was something along the lines of, like, thank you uh, Um, for making me watch this. At 12.17 a.m., I sent Ethan, why did you make me watch this movie? I I remembered it as thank you. I said, I have nothing to say about this. This movie just made me wish I was watching a better Jim Carrey movie. Why is Sonic you're, riding see, around in a truck? Why isn't Sonic running around super fast? The movie all the answers time? that question. The mo- first of all, <laughs> let's stay. Let first of all, let's stay calm. Okay. Okay. The movie answers that question. The movie sure. answers your question of why he's in a truck. You say, <laughs> "Why is he in a truck?" Did you you watched the movie and you liked it a lot? You loved it. You said so. <laughs> so Mm -hmm. (laughs) i did i did so yeah i know i know and he he takes off running he goes super fast to where he's going Mm -hmm. and then but he get but he goes too far and he runs into the ocean and he comes Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. and he's like oh i went the wrong way and james marsden's like yeah i know the way get in my truck so Sonic in this film has been completely acclimated to Earth culture. He's uh-huh. he's got a full working knowledge of all of it, right? Um yeah. he knows all the specifics of baseball. He even knows like tropes of baseball to where he could in he could act out an entire like sort of stereotypical baseball game by himself. All sure. the different sort of tropes of a baseball game, he knows it. However, and that was your favorite part, right? Uh, listen. It actually was one of the better parts of the movie. I know. Sonic that's what I'm saying. Was doing Sonic things, and so the fact that that for some reason James Marsden has to drive Sonic to San Francisco instead of Sonic being able to, I don't know, find San Francisco on a map or 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 follow maybe a GPS or a smartphone to San Francisco is beyond me but in, but but they but they just gave us they they wanted a buddy cop movie and so now we have a buddy cop movie with James Marsden and, and Sonic they keep talking about the fucking <laughs> mushroom planet and I'm like that sounds sick take me there <laughs> and they did 
In the fucking post credit scene, they finally gave me Do- Jim Carrey as like super cool, like accurate looking fucking Dr. Uh, Robotnik. You loved that post credit scene, yeah. Yes, I did love that post credit <laughs> scene, genuinely, because I was like, oh shit, look at that design. That's so good. Jim Carrey looks great with the big ass mustache and the goggles. Fuck yeah, sign me the hell up yeah. for that. But I know, that wasn't we loved the this movie. movie. <laughs> what happened? Why? Did- <laughs> and you know. I don't uh, I don't know because of the whole maybe they reanimated this whole movie. I don't know. Maybe it was a whole marketing ploy so then people would give a shit about your boring Sonic movie. I don't know. I was sitting here thinking maybe like it's for Sonic fans. Like if I was a big fan of Sonic games, which I don't know. I've probably played like 3 hours total of Sonic in my entire life. Um so I don't have much of an attachment to it at all. Uh, and I was thinking going into it, oh, maybe it's like for Sonic fans. And I was watching it and I was like, maybe it's for Sonic fans. And then I was watching, it, I was like, no, because this is not what a fucking Sonic game is like at all. And I'm not saying that adaptions okay, have to is be. Is there Sonic? Are there rings? Is there Mr. Eggman? No, not really. <laughs> James Marsden? That's, that's in the Sonic games. I would love I would love to play the Sonic <laughs> game where you have to press X to sit in the car next to James Marsden. <laughs> press X to say one liner and then you just button mash because this movie's like, look at all the fucking jokes. Jokes. Oh, going a million miles per well, hour. Let's talk, let's talk about the jokes. Let's talk about the Olive Garden. Ah, yes. Okay, the joke that they set up. Clearly, James Marsden loves Olive Garden. It's the only right. other app on his phone. He loves Olive Garden. We've established yes. this, the beginning of the and film. And I, in real life, used to work at Olive Garden. I I love Olive Garden. Um, I'm white. Can I we like, agree that I quote, used to work Italian at Olive Garden? Food? Yeah, I can agree that you used to work at Olive Garden. <laughs> um... <laughs> um so then at the end of the film, when whatever the fuck government man shows up and says, we have a gift for you from the, for saving the world, and they're like, oh, yeah. okay, cool, what is it? And then it's an Olive Garden gift card. Mm-hmm. You would think that James Marsden and his wife would be like, oh, fuck yeah, we love Olive Garden. It's literally the only other app on his phone like we talked about. <laughs> but instead, because the movie's just like jokes, jokes, everything has to be kind of funny, maybe... Uh, or attempting to be funny, they're like, oh, Olive Garden, cool, thank you. But wait a fucking minute, you love Olive Garden. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, and I don't want to say that you're wrong. What is this? (laughs) God, fuck. Okay, fuck. Here's the thing. They love Olive Remember Garden. Remember when he was in his fucking cave oh my God. and he was like, I got to get I out of here. I just thought this was going to I Griffin, I thought this was going to be civil and it's not it's becoming something the, else. He says I have to go to the mushroom planet. Quick, I have to get out of this cave. And yes. then a drone first off, drones, they're in the whole fucking movie. Yeah, there's just, just a drones. lot of drones and you, we all the, liked it. The drones fly over his little cave and he's like, oh, "They're here. I have to leave." And it's like, yeah, leave through the portal to the mushroom planet that that you've been talking about, how you have to go there, open the portal yes. and go right now. But instead, he somehow decides, no, 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 I have to leave. I got to get out of the cave. 
I gotta leave the cave where the drones are currently, and he does this, and the next time we see him, he's in James Marsden's shed, and then, oh my fucking god, let's movie, not, be, let's not stop get being crazy. so lazy, movie. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> let's go back to the Olive Garden thing. Yes. They, they do love Olive Garden. That yes. is consistently in the script they love olive garden but Checks when they out. receive Unlimited a gift card and salad griffin when they get a gift card to olive garden as the reward for them saving the planet yeah. that is a little disappointing do you see how that would be no because they love olive garden sure they do but what i'm saying is that's not necessarily an equivalent reward for saving everybody in green hill zone Considering it took maybe 48 hours, I don't really know what what else they wanted. But you like but you did you liked it though. Supple folks. <laughs> uh this might be the You liked episode. you liked you liked that he was raised by an owl, right? That opening sequence was dope. Yes, he was raised by one of the guardians of Gahul. I guess so. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It, it's better than fucking him running around doing nothing with James Marsden. Well, but it's... no, but they do, but they run around and they do a lot of things. Like they go to that bar and he does the Quicksilver thing. Yes, and they do that several times in the movie. They copy and paste this this Quicksilver scene. Down to, like, not only the whole idea of let's show the super fast character where he's going to run around and everybody's going to be frozen. He's going to mess around with stuff and then we'll cut to uh, at, at, when he's done being super fast and boom, everything everything that he just did, everything that he fucked up, it all happens at once. Very cool. Uh, not only did they copy and paste that element, but also they were like, and now what if we played like a very popular song during it? What if we played like a, a fun, like iconic song during that? And they did it two or three times in the movie. Um, I think and, that you're being too hard on this movie that we both walked out of with smiles on our faces and full bellies. First off, you say feelings. walked out of like I got to enjoy this in a movie theater. Like yeah. I could have at least had a fucking experience. No, I watched this at like fucking 12 frames per second on my fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> my tiny ass TV. Those well, don't bring ass that files. into the movie. That's not the movie's fault. Uh, the movie's very consistent. I, I didn't really like the out joke. Of anything. The movie ended, and I sat there and I went, oh, "Fuck!" Did Ethan make me watch this? And I looked over at the massive stack of comic books, saying, "Read me, read me." I was like, "I fucking wish I could. I gotta watch Sonic. I gotta watch okay. Sonic." Okay. Well, I really liked the bit when uh, Doctor Eggman uh, does his little dance in his lab and then the guy's like do you want a latte or whatever and he's like you know I do I love the way that you make them but he says it angrily listen I did like that part that's a funny bit I like that bit when he when the guy mentions breast milk or something and he's like yeah rub that in my orphan face I didn't like that part <laughs> why did you not like that part it's where is it? you're stretching the joke the joke is being stretched what is the joke 
I like that joke, and I like Jim Carrey, and quite frankly, so did you. And I think that it's important to keep that in mind moving forward through the I'm podcast. I'm starting to, like, I don't even know if you liked it, because I remember you told me, like, months ago, after you first saw it, you are like, Sonic was so good. And now I'm just wondering, like, is this, like, fucking, like, a long game he's been playing, where he's been trying to convince himself and or me that we both like this movie? All okay. leading up to this episode of Supple well, Boys, a okay. podcast that had not been created when he saw this movie originally. <laughs> where we talk We're getting about off it. track a little bit. We're getting oh, off track a little bit. Let's let's God. start at the beginning. I liked it when the movie started off in the middle of the Dr. Eggman chase in the city. And Sonic is like, and it's, the frame stops and Sonic goes, I know what you're thinking. Oh my fucking Why? God, I forgot that's how the movie starts. <laughs> And, well yeah and like we both we both were like oh he knows what we're thinking and sonic was like what is this incredibly handsome hedgehog doing running from jim carrey and we were like he is handsome that's ben schwartz you son of a bitch God, um, is ben schwartz even a good pick for sonic i don't i don't i don't know i like ben schwartz but i feel like he's too like out of sort of well you can ask that question and we can all agree that the answer is yes but it's interesting to ask the question for sure um anyway the movie does end up wrapping up with 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 you know a success against dr eggman and then he's brought to the mushroom world which is that a mario uh reference is that a mario easter egg yes no and do the <laughs> it's a reference to Sonic games. The no, things that not. this it's movie was supposed to... to be based off of. It's a reference to the Mario because he's like, oh, I, it's gross in the Mushroom World. I hate the Mushroom World. I don't never want to go to the Mushroom World. Why did because they he base was a direct the competitor to Mar- movie? Why did they base it off of of fucking? Um, why did they base it off of the movie Due Date or any other fucking planes, trains, and automobiles thing? instead of an actual sonic game no i think the movie is really a spiritual successor to 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 hop james marsden's (laughs) other film dude i don't even fucking know if i've seen hop dude i know it of course i know it james marsden talks a little animated bunny voiced by russell brand and they go on a road they go on a road trip no you're shitting me they don't go on a road trip no i saw a thing where you put the frames next to each other and they're but they're like in the same truck him and sonic and him and uh the easter (laughs) um oh my god anyway so it ends with that and we get full-on eggman jim carrey and all of his glory uh, and so then good. we get the Tails Easter egg, uh, which is is I cannot wait for Sonic Two, where Tails and Sonic are in the truck. They got a and then they make a joke about how cramped it is because there's three of them in the truck now. I don't know why you think they would repeat the truck thing. That seems like a leap to me. But when <laughs> but it's interesting when Tails says he's he looks at his device. Uh, if it is in fact a he, I'm not I'm not familiar with the lore. But Tails says. I hope I'm not too late. And then he runs off to meet Sonic, which uh, portends very exciting things for for the future at the sequel and potentially for the Sega universe because we did open with a Marvel Studios-style logo with all of the Sega games. Um, yes. Let's take like an hour or two to speculate on what we where we think this Sega universe <laughs> could go. <laughs> My question for you, Ethan, is <laughs> when is this bit ending and when can I ask you a legitimate question about this film? 
It's been a half hour, buddy. Is this it? Is this what you wanted? You already took away two hours of my fucking time watching this movie. I have tears in my eyes. Okay, well, you're right. Let's kind of wind this down a little bit. Uh, can we, okay, can we set our differences aside and set all, you know, you know, nitpicks aside and everything and just agree that we loved this movie? I loved this movie. (laughs) Is this it? Is this what you wanted? How did this happen? Is this so they could get the fucking box quote for the fucking 4K? (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog on 4K UHD. You can see uh, all of James Marsden's fucking not acting. <laughs> well, I like you know if if there are never going to be any movies released ever again, I'm glad that we got this one because I can just watch Sonic the Hedgehog. We can both. We both can. I'm never going to watch this film ever again, Ethan. <laughs> never. And I probably won't even think about it. Because well, no, despite we, what it might seem like... No, 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 no. Despite what it might seem like, Ethan, <laughs> I actually am not that heated about this movie. We're talking about this movie on the podcast. You're forcing me to talk about it. But otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't even think about this movie. It doesn't merit any thought. It's not even that it's so bad that I have to... It's so nothing copy and paste fucking movie that I don't even I have nothing to think about well, at all let's not get on a t- let's take it back to the start for a second so when he <laughs> says <laughs> no I have a real question I want to ask yeah what's when up? can we talk about it no you're still in the bit I know you are I'm not son of a bitch. Uh, there is well first of all there's no bit so, <laughs> but... <laughs> what's your question what are your th- what do you think about <laughs> no yeah I yeah, yeah this wine god damn it what are my thoughts on the movie god this must be how ryan feels every week just people <laughs> just sticking around in front of him and he's just trying to get his work done okay so of course this movie put out its trailer with the ugly sonic yes. that would have been a much better movie and also we wouldn't have had to overwork and underpay a bunch of cgi artists if they actually did it and it wasn't all just a marketing ploy, conspiracy theory. Um, what do you think about the sort of position that this movie sort of created between fans and filmmakers and the studio system? And is it a good thing that they changed Sonic? Is it a bad thing? Bearing in mind that it's a really gross upsetting thing that they that this director said this is the sonic i want and then the whole internet revolted and he was like fuck it fine give them the same fucking sonic they've seen in every piece of sonic media i mean you say like you say like he's like no 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 listen you say that he's like this is the sonic i want and then they're like well here's the same Sonic." I mean, the movie would have been exactly the same whether Sonic was ugly as shit or not. And I... and so either... 
No, like I'm not. I mean, it would have been a different vibe, but it's the same movie. Like it's the same like script. Yeah, it's the same narrative. Um, yes. Yeah. So like, I don't think it makes that big of a difference to the film. It just makes an aesthetic difference. And I and and so with with this particular, I don't think it ma- like it doesn't matter to me almost at all in this particular case. Like like I'm like, oh cool, they they made him not fucking hideous, and that's cool. But I do think going forward, I don't like the trend that it sets at all because like. The Snyder cuts happening, and I'm, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's okay. I'd like to see that, but I just think it's gonna be like just for more and more things that I don't want, and and that shouldn't happen. Like the A or cut of Suicide Squad, I don't want to see. Like mm-hmm. like stuff like that as like, and I think that people will just start calling out for things that they don't like, and I and I I don't know. I just think the rising amount of public opinion having uh, influence over creative stuff is is bad because like all like i mean it was already happening for decades of just like studios reacting to to audience reactions and then changing course for future movies and stuff Mm -hmm. um but now it now it's been like pushed to where it can even change the movie before the movie's released and i'm not a big fan of that no Uh, and you know while i'm serious just you know no bit breaking down all jokes aside Mm-hmm. I do like this movie, and I think mm-hmm. that it's. I think it's a really. Uh, I think it's a it's a good kids movie, and I think that uh, Sonic is like fairly annoying in it. But that's like my main thing. Like I think I I actually found several of the jokes quite funny. I found mm-hmm. Jim Carrey quite funny, and I was really excited to see Jim Carrey doing his Jim Carrey thing again because I love Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. um, and it's just been so long, and I was so happy to see him. And I think he did great. And James Marsden is like is like is like fine. Like I think he's like fine to watch. And and he brought like some fun stuff to some of the jokes, like the Olive Garden thing. Like that's horrible, horrible, blatant product placement. But like it was so blatant that it wrapped around to being funny. Um, and so like and then the like the 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 end tags. Yeah, you could look at the end tags and go, well, why wasn't that just the movie? That's actually cool Sonic shit. But like that just tells me it's like well they had to get this safe ass first movie made where where the studio's like oh so like it's just hop again right and then they're like yeah okay sure and then we get a really harmless Sonic movie out and then you can do crazier shit in the sequel and I think it's gonna be fun because I like Sonic the Hedgehog and I think it sucks that he's just devolved into weird meme madness for the last twenty years mm-hmm. um, and uh, and yeah I'm really excited about it I actually I liked the movie. And I think we can both agree that you did too, and we can we can move forward like loving this movie and rewatching it together before the sequel comes out. I will never, ever, even, even think about the possibility of watching this film again, Ethan. <laughs> I love podcasting. You ready to move on? Guys, please let people <laughs> just make the movies they want to make, and then we'll watch them. Uh, yeah. Fans should fuck off. Studios should fuck off. You hired the director. You hired the screenwriter. Let them make their thing. Um, we'll forever have to wonder what the Lord and Miller solo cut is like. Um, and uh, for whatever reason that that went under, it's fine. Doesn't matter because we fucking love solo. Uh, and movie. maybe that's next. I don't know. I'm hosting next week, bitch. I'm going to make you watch oh. a movie. <laughs> Waste two oh. hours of your time. <laughs> Um, I'm actually very excited about my next episode to host because it's not, I'm not, I'm not, it's not based around a, 
uh, piece of content that you are absolutely like would rather shoot yourself in the head than watch. It's an. It's like, I'm, I, I'm like writing. I'm like writing a report for my next episode. I'm pretty excited about it. That's dope. All right, I've just decided what next week is. It's the Rise of Skywalker. Oh really? Yes, because. Oh my god. Uh, I'm probably gonna be watching it this weekend, so it's gonna be fresh in my brain. Um, and also. I don't know. Maybe I have a cool little thing to give away related to it, and I just kind of want to get it out there and do it. And also because I love Star Wars and I want to talk about Star Wars and uh, talking about movies that have just been sitting on the Blu-ray new releases. I look at the fucking uh, Rise of Skywalker 4K every day at work. I just kind of pop over to it and just take a look at it. Um, that's Maybe that's what we'll talk about next week. Uh, stay tuned. Um Sonic was so fine that I hated it. The end. But, Ethan... But, like, we had fun with it, though, and I think that's the important thing. Um, Yeah, no, good time, good romp. True friends, one question. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run a game, got the whole world talking. King Kunta, everybody want to cut the legs off him. Kunta, black man taking no losses. Oh, yeah. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run the game, got the whole world talking. King Kuta, everybody wanna cut the legs off him. When you got the yams, what's the yams? The yam is the power that be. You can smell it when I'm walking down the street. Oh yes we can, oh yes we can. I can dig rapping, but a rapper with a ghost rider, what the fuck happened? Most of y'all share bars like you got the bottom bunk in a two-man sale. A two-man sale. Something's in the water. Something's in the water. And if I got a brown nose for some gold, then I'd rather be a bum than a motherfucking bum. Oh, yeah. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run the game, got the whole world talking. King Kota, everybody want to cut the legs off. King Kota, black man taking no losses. Oh, yeah. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run the game, got the whole world talking. King Kota, everybody want to cut the legs off. Oh, fuck yeah. That musical interlude uh, was King Kunta by, of course, Kendrick Lamar. Now we're entering the part of the show that I like to call supple suggestions. We're talking about, listen, there's so much fucking media out there. We're all we're all stuck at home and shit. There's so much shit to read and watch and do and see and play and read and watch and listen to. Uh, and uh, Griffin and I are going to tell you what we've been enjoying. And what we think that you should check out as well. Griffin, what do you suggest this week? What are you liking? We uh, started recording the episode, or, or I should say right before we hit record on the episode, we both went, oh, I definitely didn't I didn't think of anything for supple suggestions this week. <laughs> um, so fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and just scroll through my playlist again and see what the hell I can recommend. Um, hey, all the way back in episode one, I said, keep an eye out for Mount Joy's second album, Rearrange Us. I'll just real quick say that came out last Friday, uh, and it was fucking dope. So listen to it. Also, the first album, both albums are fucking great. Um, what else? I'm going to suggest uh, C418's Minecraft theme. Super good. <laughs> um... Leon Bridges, I suggested last episode, he had a single come out just a few days after we recorded called Sweeter. It features uh, Terrence Martin. Super good. Uh, 
Weird Al Yankovic's Yoda, which is a parody of the song Lola, um, which I think what is this. Is... Are we just talking about any song? <laughs> I don't have anything. I'm literally just scrolling through right, well... what, what I have. Ethan, do you have an actual thing? Yes. Jesus. Okay. All right. Listen, what a messy episode. Um, I'm going to try to find At least we got a, at least like there was kind of an infusion of passion. We just got to gush about you're gonna a movie have, that, that you're, we like as friends. Um, you're going to, you're going to have to edit something, some of this while I find something to oh suggest. Okay. Real quick. I want to talk about the comics that came out, uh, this week and last week, uh, that I was super fucking digging on. Um, if you listen to Devil's Advocates Book Club with Donnie Cates, Megan Hutcherson, myself, and Griffin, uh, you uh, may have heard in the second episode we talked about the series Ice Cream Man, the Image series, mm. uh, and it is a it is one of my favorite comic book series of all time, uh, and it and uh, it's only had 19 issues, uh, and uh, it, that's that's how fucking good it is. And this week I was so excited to see because it had been a good while. We got a new issue of Ice Cream Man number 19. Uh, and <clears throat> let me fucking tell you, dude, this one is a fucking banger. I, I, I saw the cover and mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is going to be devastating. <laughs> mm. And it was, um, I don't know. I think there's some delay on our video right now, but I'll show you the, the cover. It's like, it's like this instruction yeah. manual. I'd, on, I saw on, it. Uh, uh, yeah. On, uh, on, uh, how to be a ghost. Uh, so it shows a kid with a bed sheet over him. and the entire issue continues in that style of going through um instructions on how to haunt uh and uh it's the cover says ice cream man haunting for beginners how to be a true blue apparition um and it is just like just like light 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 spoilers it's not the most devastating issue of ice cream man it is devastating but Mm -hmm. it's it but it is one of the more beautiful issues of ice cream man i found the 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 writing to uh just be fucking gorgeous and it left me very emotional at the end and that's just how special this comic book is is that Mm -hmm. the horror can be so upsetting and yet it can also be really really beautiful at the same time uh so anybody that hasn't checked out ice cream man uh check it out it is an anthology series so you can actually just jump on this newest issue and i think it's a very good taste of what the series is um so definitely, 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 definitely check that out. Uh, I also really, really loved uh, Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil number twenty this week. Uh, all jokes aside, Chip Zdarsky's kind of a piece of shit, but his Daredevil has been fantastic. Uh, and uh, let me tell you, dude, like I, I've really liked his whole run, but my God, if it didn't really come together in this issue, um, the visuals uh, by Marco Cicchetto. Mm. Blew, blew me away like blew me the fuck away like and you can just look at the cover and see how beautiful this issue is going to be um but it's it's it was really cool after such a hiatus for this issue to come out and me just go like oh damn yeah that's how good this book is uh zadarsky chichetto everybody else that's been on this run is fucking killing it that's an incredible incredible comic book uh definitely check that out if you haven't uh, just a second to shout out the things that Brian Michael Bendis is doing at DC. As always, I've been really loving those. He just announced this week that he is nearing the end of his run on the Superman books, which is a big, excuse me, is a big bummer. Uh, that's been one of my favorite things to see come out every every couple weeks is whenever one of his Superman books, uh, Superman or Action Comics, comes out because I I love Superman. Superman is my second favorite comic character behind Spider Man. 
and I feel like that character was in really great hands with Bendis, uh, which is really important to me because I feel like Superman has a tough time in the comics. Like he he has long stretches where uh, I I think creatively uh, the character feels a little bit lost and his world feels a little bit lost. Um, not that recent creators haven't done a great job with him. Uh, like you know, obviously the Tomasi Gleason stuff in Rebirth is fantastic and and uh, a lot of the stuff in New 52 I really liked and everything but man if when Bendis came on I wasn't just like oh it's Superman um, and uh, I've loved I've loved just about every issue of that run and so I'm really excited to see where he wraps it up but I, I, I will also certainly miss him on those books and uh, the newest issue of that run which was Action Comics 1022 uh, which was the first part of a new story called The House of Kent was a really really phenomenal issue where uh, Superman kind of picks up Connor Kent from uh, Bendis's Young Justice and tries to get to the bottom of why he and other people also don't remember Connor Kent uh, because of course he was re- the universe was kind of rebooted without him and mm-hmm. so he like brings him to to Pa and Ma Kent and he's like do you know this kid and they're like uh, maybe <laughs> uh, and so it was, it was a really cool kind of continuity addressing issue. I will say though, like possibly the crown jewel of what Bendis has been doing at DC. Not even possibly. I'll just say, yeah, the crown jewel. I think of what he's been doing at DC has probably been Legion of Superheroes. Um, he's just doing incredible stuff there, and it's for the first time has like really gotten me deep into Legion of Superheroes. Um, and uh, the new issue number six is no exception. Uh, he teamed up on that issue with Ryan Sook, who is absolutely phenomenal, of course. Uh, and uh, it, it's just another great issue and that, that book is so fun to just look at all the different species all the just dozens and dozens of different superheroes with their own unique designs uh, seeing new metropolis planet Gotham all the crazy future shit and, and, and it's just also just classic Bendis with great dialogue and, and incredible like superheroics he just he really knows how to do it um, so those have been my favorite comics out of the last two weeks just really really fucking phenomenal stuff Read comics, you guys. Uh, it there there is phenomenal stuff coming out once again. So, very very excited for all of that. What about you, Griffin? What you got something else? Yeah, I think uh, so. This week, I actually we mentioned it just a little bit earlier. Um, I believe I think the last movie I saw in theaters was um, Birds of Prey. And uh, Ethan, you know this. I picked up the Blu-ray of it. Um, yeah. Earlier this week, uh, I saw it sitting there, and it's got... First off, the Blu-ray's got a wonderful, like, glitter finish on it. Oh, yeah. So fucking beautiful to look at. I love me a nice, uh, pristine-looking, nice-looking Blu-ray. And so, uh, feels weird to suggest a movie that came out months ago, but the Blu-ray release, the digital release, whatever you want to use, wasn't that far back, and... You know what? I really liked Birds of Prey. We never had a chance to sort of talk about it. We were kind of chatting about something like costume design or something on Stegman mm-hmm. at one point. But uh, I just wanted to say I think this movie's really, re- really fun. Um, and mostly, like, is it the biggest, most surprising, like, awesome movie I had seen in the superhero genre? Uh, probably not. But it was super dope um, at, at a lot of points throughout its runtime i think i think for as sort of by the books as that script was i thought kathy yan's direction of it was Mm -hmm. phenomenal 
and uh, I loved first off the use of like they use that animation throughout it so good um, that whole cast some of my favorite is, like, action I've seen in a long time I, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. the sequence where she's in the police evidence lockup oh my yeah. god they use that sort of John Wick inspired style uh, yeah. which we haven't mm-hmm. really gotten I, I think in a superhero film which is dope yeah um, that whole cast, of course, led by the phenomenal Margot Robbie, who is just oh, like yeah. born to play Harley Quinn. Like she's so perfect yeah. in that role. Um, that costume design, that whole that production design period, uh, by uh, I believe it's KK Barrett, um, is so damn good. Like just throughout that whole movie, all the black mask stuff is like so oh, cool great. to fucking look at. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, plus. So I fucking love one, Huntress so much. Huntress is awesome in that movie. Hell yeah, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead is like super badass, super cool, but then also <laughs> super awkward and yeah. <laughs> a, a little down to earth. Uh, Huntress, love it. But most importantly, I think you gotta support this movie. You gotta support movies that are doing this sort of thing where they like. And I think this was a big push by Margot Robbie, who's of course also a producer on the film, um, to get a female director. And they also, that's Kathy Yen, of course. And then they also went and got an actual, um, an actual, uh, a Christ, Christina Hodson is, uh, of course, another lady. And she wrote the screenplay. So that's awesome that they yeah. got Margot Robbie, who's producing and leading this movie, and a female um, writer and director. Come on. That is awesome. And so one way or another, if you absolutely just loved it from start to finish and you were floored by it or... I think, like me, where I, I saw a lot of glimmers of like super, super, super good stuff um, throughout it. Like, you gotta support it. You gotta tell the studios, hell yeah, support the creative teams like this. Um, yeah. And let's see some more movies, especially these big blockbusters. It's a real, it's a damn shame. This movie, there was a lot of things, I think, working against it uh, when it came yeah. out because, of course, it didn't do too hot at the box office, which is disappointing got an r rating so of course that limits how many folks can go see it of course um not that that's really been an issue with superhero films logan and deadpool of course have killed it so why this didn't i don't really fucking understand why uh, yeah it felt um, like it felt like to me it was all marketing like i, I felt like yeah the yeah yeah yeah, wasn't definitely. very widespread and and the title was of course there's a title which i love yeah. that i like i love the title oh, but i too. also understand that it's probably a little difficult to market right um yeah. i think and people are like this is a movie about birds <laughs> not to mention it came that out like boring. on the brink of the world like collapsing <laughs> and so uh but hey if you haven't seen it already please watch birds of prey and if you have seen it, watch it again. Maybe pick it up on Blu-ray or digital because I think um, we really, really got to support stuff like this because I would love to see – I would love to see Kathy Yen do another movie. I would love – I think, you know, you can feel that the studio wants it to be a little – you know, just a little safe maybe. There's a couple of points you can feel a little restraint in it. You can feel a couple of points where the movie wants to break out of that sort of mold. Um the diamonds are a girl's best friend just like bit in like the middle of the movie where it's like a weird like you know she gets uh she gets hit and we have a whole little musical number i fucking mm-hmm. love that that was so awesome yeah. oh and ewan mcgregor is just so goddamn good <laughs> like that bit when he cuts people's faces off cuts people's faces off i love that like that relationship that he has with um zaz uh mm-hmm. that's like are they together yeah, I know. Are they it's not good. together? 
I love it. I love the ambiguity there. Just just like, an and it's just like they're in. I love that it's just in the movie. It's not really like we don't need to uh, address it. It's there, and yeah. that's it. Um, Absolutely. That's uh, so good. That bit where they're talking about the shrunken heads, I think, is <laughs> just so fucking hilarious. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, that's what I'll say. I was watching the behind the scenes stuff on that a lot earlier this week, and it was super interesting. And I highly, highly recommend. I agree, dude. <laughs> hey, thanks. I like comic books. I like comic book movies. Um, especially dope ones with a killer cast that I would love to see back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I recommend busting out your PS2 and Ooh. playing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> this, my, this, this, this week I was lucky enough that my family in Oklahoma mailed me a playstation 2 with a copy of spider-man 2 and that game fucking holds up i mean it doesn't hold up if you just are if you're playing it on a ps2 rather than an emulator because it looks like absolute garbage on a 65 inch tv (laughs) but playing it is still really fun uh god so many good memories of that fucking game of course not just because it's spider-man because it was a fun game period yeah, it'll never not be funny to me that bit when Black Cat shows up, just tits out, and and then you get Tobey Maguire just being like, oh. <laughs> Tobey Maguire's like, she's incredible. Uh, uh, Black Cat, the girl I liked that's... before I even knew I liked girls. <laughs> uh, um, hey, yeah, that's about voice? it for me. Is that it for you? That is... Uh... <laughs> Is that it for the supple suggestions that I went into with zero supple suggestions? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's going to be it. Those random songs I pulled from my playlist and Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of... Uh, <laughs> see? And the Fantabulous Emancipation of one Harley Quinn. There we go. Ooh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad is going to be so fucking good. Ah, oh, that is going to be good. That's you know what so else good. is going to be good? This episode, maybe. Uh, thank you all for listening to this episode uh, this has been once more the supple boys featuring the supple boys uh, one of which is me Ethan the other of which is this one Griffin uh, yeah. we did it we did it this is episode 5 oh my god we're we'll on Spotify back. oh speaking yep, of probably. Spotify supple boy jams playlist oh maybe it'll be next to the podcast on spotify it won't uh the uh (laughs) we'll be back with another episode next week uh and with more half-assed supple suggestions um if you want to get in contact with us get on twitter i'm at tales to astonish griffin's at griff sheridan uh send us an email at suppleboys at gmail.com uh if you also love sonic the hedgehog like we both did uh, mm-hmm. Or if you want uh, the links to our cuts of the Spider-Man movies where we try to fix Spider-Man 3 and the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh, the, Even though we love awesome. both of those movies as the, as the theatrical cuts stand. They're, Correct. They're really good. Correct. Um, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And I'm going to leave you uh, with this full two-hour uh, audio track uh, from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Here God. we go. Studio logo. Hey, it's me, Sonic the Head. Whoa, I'm st- pausing the frame. I bet you're wondering uh, why I, you, this handsome hedgehog is running from. I can't even finish that. There's oh, just too big of a smile on he, my face. We loved that movie. He's doing All right. a floss. He's doing a floss. Oh my god. Classic Sonic. All right, thanks everybody. 
Uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.